Who you are depends on where you've been. Your brain is a relentless shapeshifter, constantly rewiring its own circuitry. And because your experiences are unique, so are the vast, detailed patterns in your neural networks. Because they continue to change your whole life, your identity is a moving target. It never reaches an endpoint. And that's from neuroscientist and Stanford professor David Eagleman's The Brain, The Story of You. Now that really made me stop and think as I'm about to write this next episode. I wonder, what's my identity or what makes me me, especially if it's a moving target? I'm not just Andrea, the host of the Neuroscience Meets SEL podcast, and now I'm imagining my brain and all its neural networks that consist of all the years of experience that make me me, who I am today. And each day, my experiences change who I am right down to the books I'm reading, what I'm studying and learning, the people around the world I interact with, making me the person I am today. Then I wonder, who are you listening to this podcast? What's your identity, wherever you're tuning in from around the world? And then I imagine your brain and the neural networks you've created with your own specific and unique life experiences. And if our identity, who we are at this point in time, is a moving target that never reaches an endpoint, can we then create our own reality and future by continuing to rewire our own circuitry with new information and new ideas that create new experiences that change who we could be in the future, thus changing our conditions, our circumstances, and our environment. That's the goal of this podcast, to help all of us to rewire our brains with new information that we'll put into action using the most current evidence-based research, taking our results to new heights. And I've put an image in the show notes that came from my study with Mark Waldman, and it's on the default mode network, showing exactly what our brain looks like when we're using our imagination network to take this information we're learning and use it in a creative way. Our whole brain lights up, connecting all our brain regions in this process. And with that thought, I want to welcome you back to our final episode of Season 9 of the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, where we cover the science-based evidence behind social and emotional learning for schools and emotional intelligence training in the workplace with tools, ideas, and strategies that we can all use for immediate results with our brain in mind. I'm Andrea Samadhi. And while I know I'm not just an author or an educator with a passion for learning, I think after today's episode, we'll see we're so much more than our work and our life experiences. And it's this understanding that will encourage all of us to continue rewiring our brains, taking us to new and often unimaginable heights. Now, I'm recording this episode the end of May 2023, and I plan to take some time away from the recording studio, which is my office this summer. 
We'll be back with the start of season 10, the end of June, as we move into the fifth year of this podcast and our second half of going back to the basics, where we'll continue through our past episodes and see what we can add to them with new research and ideas to take our personal and professional results to new heights. As I started writing this episode that tied back into some of our Brain Fact Fridays on learning, I couldn't think of what to cover specifically because learning is behind every episode we produce. I wonder as we move towards our fifth year and a new season when we return, what else can we uncover when it comes to learning with our brain in mind? Or in other words, how can we take our learning to new heights or look at learning through a new lens? And I glanced through some of the episodes we covered on how we learn. We covered procedural versus declarative learning. Then we looked at neuroplasticity and spaced repetition and distance learning, the neuroscience of learning, learning and how our emotions impact our memory, even the importance of learning skills with our non-dominant hand. And while all these topics are fascinating, I wondered what we could cover today that would take us deeper into the circuitry of our brain and guarantee a shift of thinking for all of us, causing a lasting change with our results. Then I remembered a documentary I watched years ago from a neuroscientist at Stanford University, and he was an internationally best-selling author, David Eagleman, and the documentary was called The Brain, The Story of You. And I know it was in the early days of when I was trying to make sense of why this understanding of the brain would be important for us, specifically as it relates to education. So I took clear and detailed notes back then, and I found his documentary to be interesting because it was applicable to our daily life. And I remember it changed my way of thinking. You can see the options for how to watch this documentary today. And you could also buy his book, The Brain, The Story of You on Amazon, which I did, even though I have detailed notes on each chapter. Now, what caught my attention with his documentary is that David Eagleman wanted to get away from a textbook inquiry of the brain, which we all know can be confusing at times with the terminology and also sometimes boring. Eagleman wanted to illuminate a deeper level of inquiry that dives into the question of who am I, which he says depends on where you've been or the vast experiences we've had. And because our experiences are unique, so are the vast detailed patterns in our neural networks. And he goes on to say they continue to change your whole life and that your identity is a moving target, never reaching an end point. So to close out season nine of our podcast on diving deeper into the neuroscience of learning, we'll look at our content through David Eagleman's lens and see how we can rewire our brain with new experiences taking our identity to new heights in this episode and beyond. And I'm looking for sustainable, long-lasting change to occur for all of us. So on today's episode number 290, Diving Deeper into the Neuroscience of Learning, we'll sharpen our focus on what our understanding of the brain really means to us as we uncover who we are, our self-awareness as we move through life as an infant and teenager and into adulthood. We'll look at understanding our identity, what makes you, you, by looking at our unique experiences, and then what neuroplasticity really means for us. How can we shape our brain for a better future? 
And then we'll look at three tips for rewiring our brain to change our identity. So let's start with this question, who am I? We started this podcast covering self-awareness, Know Thyself, on episode two, where we covered six tips for being self-aware. And then I remember when we dove deeper with a graphic on the levels of consciousness, all the way up to episode 251, where we looked at our levels of consciousness from low awareness, like when we're in a coma, or under general anesthesia, moving up towards drowsiness in that state called hypnagogia between wakefulness and sleep, right into actual sleep and REM state and dreams, into when we're fully conscious. We explored full consciousness and the question of who am I with Chantal Pratt and her book, The Neuroscience of You, on episode 255. But what does David Eagleman have to say about our consciousness and who we are? He says, it turns out your conscious mind, the part you think of as you, is really the smallest part of what's happening in your brain, and usually the last one to find out any information. Which made me stop and think for a minute. I thought, wait, should I really be using my conscious mind? The part I think is me to write this episode, it's the smallest part of what's happening in my brain, according to David Eagleman. I thought back to that image of our conscious mind as an iceberg, showing me that logical and critical thinking that I'm using to write and record this episode, it consists of only 10% of my mental capacity, and the other 90% that holds my beliefs and emotions and habits, values, long-term memory, my imagination and intuition, they're all in my subconscious mind. So what else can we do to tap into the other parts of our brain to take our results to new heights? Now, I've just started reading David Eagleman's book, and he's already started to challenge my thinking. He takes us back to when we were babies in the book and when we're born with a brain that he says allows itself to be shaped by the details of our life experiences. And what's the secret behind the flexibility of young brains, he asks us? He says it's not about growing new cells. He says the secret lies in how those cells are connected. So now I'm thinking that who we are really is based on our life experiences that create these neural connections in our brain. And if we don't like where we've ended up in life or the circumstances we've created, then we can change our environment by doing something new. But remember, to truly discover who we are, we've got to dive into the depths of our subconscious mind. And Eagleman reminds us that your actions, your beliefs, and your biases are all driven by networks in your brain to which you have no conscious access. And that's why it takes some time to peel back the layers of who we are in our efforts to become the best versions of ourselves. So to put this into action, how can we rewire our brain? If the adult brain can change, and that's neuroplasticity, then we can change our brain and create improved versions of ourselves with our life experiences that does take some time. Now here's something neat. Eagleman noted that when Albert Einstein's brain was examined, it didn't reveal why he was a genius, but it did show that the brain area devoted to his left fingers had expanded, forming a giant fold in his cortex that they called the omega sign, shaped like the Greek symbol. And this omega sign was also found in violin players, showing clearly how detailed movement can in fact change the brain. 
We've also mentioned on this podcast about how London cab drivers changed their brains, but David Eagleman went into detail of how these cabbies had to memorize London's extensive roadways that covered 25,000 individual streets and 20,000 landmarks of interest, like hotels or theaters and restaurants, embassies, police stations, sports facilities, and anywhere a passenger wanted to go. When the brains of these cab drivers were studied, they found visible differences. The posterior or back part of the hippocampus had grown physically larger than those in the control group, presumably causing their increased spatial memory. Eagleman mentioned that the longer the cabbie had been doing their job, the bigger the change in the brain region, suggesting that the result came from the practice. Now I'm thinking back to some early episodes where we covered the importance of spaced repetition or daily practice to yield new results over time. So if we want to rewire our brain or create a stronger 2.0 version of ourselves, here are three tips for implementing this concept. The first tip is to listen. Listen to new podcasts, take notes, and implement what you learn. I'm always discovering new podcasts and just need to find the time for all this new learning. And I'm sure if you're listening to us here that you've also found the benefit of learning through this medium. A second tip is through travel. Go somewhere you've never been before. This summer, we're traveling somewhere where we've never been as a family. Instead of planning the same old summer vacation that we go every year, This year, we're going somewhere where the internet doesn't work very well to create new life experiences for all of us. So pick a place you've never been before and open up yourself and your brain to new life experiences. And finally, be open to learning something new, even if it seems weird at first, like with a new meditation or something. And I can't say enough about how much I learned from my review of Jose Silva's The Silva Mind Control Method that we covered earlier in the year. And it looks like this episode was also a hit for those listening because it's had over 4,000 downloads the last time I looked. Now the book was eye-opening, but the online course completely blew my mind open with new ideas I could spend the rest of my life practicing and implementing. And as I read through some of the topics, I can definitely say that they've stretched my mind beyond where it's ever been before. So to review and conclude this final episode of Season 9 on taking a deeper dive into the neuroscience of learning, we covered who we are, thinking about our self-awareness as we move through life as an infant, teenager, and into adulthood, understanding our identity, What makes you, you, by looking at our unique experiences and thinking about the neural connections in our brain. Then thinking about what neuroplasticity really means for us. How can we shape our brain for a better future? And three tips for rewiring our brain to continue to change our identity moving forward. Now, as we looked into changing our identity, diving into our subconscious mind, We know that consciousness is something that neuroscientists continue to debate over. And this is a topic you can see from the graphic I created in the show notes that I'm interested in studying and learning more here and then sharing with you on the podcast what I learned. As we continue to study, we'll become more consciously aware of who we are. And here's something profound that David Eagleman shared. He said, 
After I finished graduate school, I had the opportunity to work with one of my scientific heroes, Francis Crick. By the time I met him, he turned his efforts to addressing the problem of consciousness. The chalkboard in his office contained a great deal of writing, and Eagleman said, "What always struck me was there was one word written in the middle, much larger than the rest, and the word was meaning." We know a lot about the mechanics of neurons and networks and brain regions, but we don't know why all these signals coursing around in there mean anything to us. How can the matter of our brains cause us to care about anything? The meaning problem isn't yet solved, but here's what Eagleman thinks. He says the meaning of something to you is all about your webs of associations. Based on the whole history of your life experiences, have you ever looked at someone's work written on a wall like David Eagleman is recalling with Francis Crick's work? I absolutely love seeing ideas written on walls. My office walls is always full of thoughts, ideas, and plans. We can gain inspiration from each other's ideas and plans. I think back to the movie Goodwill Hunting, where Matt Damon was solving math problems on the wall, where he was working as a caretaker at MIT and inspiring more than just the students who saw his work, but the teachers who wondered who this student was. Our experiences can change our brain, and then when we share them with others, we can then go on to inspire others with our thoughts, ideas, and knowledge. But what has meaning for you? Might mean something completely different to me, and so the search for what we find meaningful continues. To close out this final episode of season nine, I'll end with the same quote we opened up with: "Who you are depends on where you've been. Your brain is a relentless shapeshifter, constantly rewiring its own circuitry, and because your experiences are unique, so are the vast, detailed patterns in your neural networks." Because they continue to change your whole life, your identity is a moving target, never reaching an endpoint. That's from David Eagleman. And with that final thought, I encourage all of us to keep learning and improving who we are as individuals, because this is only the beginning. When we start to look next at the impact we have on others, bringing our unique neural networks together. We open up an entire new universe to explore. I'll see you at the end of June for season ten of the podcast, moving into our fifth year, and we'll continue with our theme of going back to the basics. See you then. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episode. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 